Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, broadcasting from Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, your host, and we're going to start off with some news before the weekend. Uh, We've all been watching the derby debacle. Luis Sayas, the jockey of Maximum Security, was suspended for 15 days due to the infraction in the Kentucky Derby. Uh, Interestingly enough to a lot of people, 15 days doesn't sound like a whole lot, but those are 15 racing days. Sometimes it's only two or three or four days a week. That takes quite a long time to serve, and at the moment it looks as though he will not be able to ride in the Belmont due to the suspension. He is filing an appeal for that, and the majority of the experts in the horse world, including Gary Stevens, uh, were quoted as saying they thought that was unnecessary and way too much uh, of a suspension considering he lost, I think, $180,000 and the Derby victory. An additional 15 days of suspension and missing out on the Belmont uh, kind of piles it on for Luis Sayers. All the best to him and the connections there. This weekend is the Seminole Feed Stores sale. They have uh, 10% off on all in-store items. That's all the retail items. $100 off a Traegar grill. You know you want one of those before the Memorial Day weekend. A dollar off every bag of Seminole branded feed and three to five dollars off on every brand of every Seminole brand of pet food. And that is uh, this weekend. So make sure you get down to Seminole feed stores and, uh, and make sure you stock up while you can save some money. It's a great sale all weekend long. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. West, the owners of Maximum Security, have filed a suit in the federal court to have the derby money and trophy redistributed to them. And um, that suit, I don't know how long that's going to go on for. It'll be interesting to see. An appeal is not accepted by the commission in Kentucky. This hearing will be in Lexington. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if they can create reasonable doubt about the disqualification of maximum security in the Derby. Uh, I know everyone's going to be watching that one and the Preakness, of course, because the last two weeks has just absolutely flown by. And it looks like it might be one of the first dry races I've attended in quite some time. At the moment, the forecast is supposed to be quite nice and sunny and in the 70s or low 80s. So uh, we're hoping that stays that way and uh, we can have a, uh, a great race with two Florida breads competing. Rather excited to see Win Win Win, who ran in the Kentucky Derby, uh, as Live Oak Stud Bread, one of Mrs. Charlotte Weber's horses, who will be running and hoping to win, win, win. Uh, And we're also excited that Warriors Charge is going to be competing. That is another Florida bred out of Munnings, and that horse actually was weaned and trained at the McCathan Brothers Training Center uh, by JB and Kevin McCathan. JB is um, passed away this year very sadly and uh, 
uh, I know he would be thrilled to see his legacy competing in one of these top stakes races. So we are uh, super excited to watch them. And of course, uh, our friend Mike Smith, who's competing on most likely the, uh, the favorite that day, Improbable, the only one of Baffert's beasts that is competing in this race that were competing uh, in the Derby. Roadster and Game Winner are actually uh, not in this race. Be interesting to see if they come back in the Belmont. So all eyes will be on that race. And of course, my eyes will be on all of our Ocala connections. And uh, we were actually on air when they did the post position draw. So I don't know the post positions yet. However, Mike Smith did mention to me that War of Will has pulled post number one again, which is rather interesting. Uh, of course, post number one is not as devastating in the Preakness as it is in the Derby because there's so uh, many less horses. So uh, that post position doesn't drown you out nearly as much as it does in the Derby, but we still be interesting to see what happens uh, in that race, especially as people are still up in arms on the results of the Derby. A pair of industry groups are going to be allowed to jump on board with a legal fight aiming to prevent Churchill Downs from converting its Calder Casino from thoroughbred racing to a high lie. The summer high lie was going to replace that and um, there is a big fight because of course the 10 million that goes to the thoroughbred purse fund and breeders would be affected if Calder was able to do this. So the two groups that have jumped on board to fight are the FTBOA, the Florida Thoroughbred Breeders and Owners Association, and also OBS. Both of course would be uh, the most affected uh, by these changes if they went into effect. So they've been allowed to get on board with the fight and um, although there was some objection to that um, it has been approved and of course OBS uh, have noted quality horses that go through that sale five times a year and that would be a really really big impact on our vibrant Florida racing industry if in fact that happens so it'll be interesting to see the outcome of that one as well um, I can see that being a, a, a uh, definitely a big downer to uh, to the Florida racing industry so not something that we want to support or see happen it would decrease the purses significantly and the awards as well as a consequence of Calder discontinuing the thoroughbred horse races there and replacing them with a summer high lie instead so um, we'll be watching that and we will be uh, bringing you updates as we hear them on a more serious note um, very sadly this week Tim Conway passed away at 85 years of age. Um, he was a comedic giant and very involved in the uh, racehorse world. He was uh, a friend to hundreds of jockeys whom he interacted with and actually advocated for. Him and his wife Charlene were tireless in efforts to raise money for disabled jockeys through the Don Macbeth Memorial Jockey Fund. So uh, he actually assisted over 2,000 jockeys over a 25-year period and was great friends with Hall of Fame jockey Chris McCarran. So our prayers go out uh, to everybody connected there and uh, a, a very sad time and uh, certainly an icon in the horse world and uh, especially with the disabled jockeys. So in Lake Worth, a horse had to be rescued after it fell into a swimming pool on Sunday. 
maybe it was trying to cool off, but uh, according to the facility owners, he was not feeling very well before he fell into the pool. Palm Beach County Sheriff's deputies and firefighters actually helped uh, and assisted to rescue him from the Coral Reef Riding Academy's swimming pool. Unfortunately, the Riding Academy said that later on he did pass away from his illness. So I'm very sad to uh, hear that. Locally here in our area, in some more exciting news, Hillcrest School students will soon be back in the saddle. The school board has authorized a new nonprofit to take over their therapeutic riding program. And I have a really good story about that. Um, for about 30 years, I think the MTRA were there. And um, more recently, in the last few months, they were unable to continue. And um, Stirrups and Strides, Betty Gray, um, has jumped in and uh, taken over that partnership so that the kids will be able to get back riding again in that program. And uh, the school district has agreed to provide all necessary maintenance to get the facility up to date. And there will be a salary for a program manager and Betty Gray is beginning the search um, for that right person to, uh, to run that. And I know Stirrups and Strides is a fantastic program as well. Always loved working with the MTRA on a number of product projects, but uh, really, really excited to find that those kids um, are still going to be able to ride. I've seen the uh, significant impression horses make on uh, children with disabilities. So really excited about that. And in closing, an interesting one, Game of Thrones, I'm not a television watcher. Uh, apparently after an excruciating 80 minutes, the fifth episode of Game of Thrones ended with a random white horse approaching Arya in the ruins of King's Landing. Everybody was questioning what was the meaning of the white horse. Well apparently there's a little girl in this series that's clutching a little white horse all the way through. I wouldn't know because I don't watch it but I know on social media all I hear about is uh, is Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones and everybody's riveted by Game of Thrones. Now I must say my ears pricked when I heard there was a horse involved and I thought maybe this is something I need to watch but then the comment was made that apparently it was a reference to Armageddon, the book of Revelation in the Bible, and possible complete destruction. So it might not be a good thing, but I've never heard of a horse that was a bad thing, so I'm just glad they got one in there. <laughs> anyway, interesting questions out there. What does the horse mean in Game of Thrones? And that is our new segment for this weekend. We very much hope you enjoy the Preakness. We hope you tune in. We'll be bringing you lots of coverage over the weekend on social media. You can go to the Horse Talk Show on Facebook, like us, and uh, follow our adventures at Pimlico. Possibly one of the last times they may run the Preakness at Pimlico, certainly looking that way. And uh, we're going to make the best of it, and it's not going to rain. I'm Louisa Varden for the Horse Talk Show. Thank <laughs> you.